Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast, produced by the Small Biz Thoughts Technology Community, with your hosts, Amy Babinchek, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. This is Carl, and I'm joined today by Marwan Forsley, who is from Veeam, but maybe not the Veeam that you've been thinking about. So uh, I don't know if you know this, that there's another company called Veeam that does cloud backups in our space. So uh, I, I wouldn't say they compete with you for anything other than the name. So uh, Marwan is the co-founder and CEO of Veeam, a global payments network, helping small businesses transfer money domestically and internationally. Veeam is revolutionizing global business payments with innovative technologies like blockchain to help small businesses grow at home and abroad. Uh, he is also the author of Small Business in a Big World, a comprehensive guide to doing international business, which teaches small businesses everything they need to know about taking their operations to the international level, from business culture to negotiation tactics. Welcome, sir. How are you? Thank you. Thanks for having me. So tell me uh, a little bit. So we got the kind of the technical introduction about Beam. What's your background and where did, where did you come from before you founded this company? Yeah, Veeam is, uh, as you mentioned, is a global payment uh, platform. We make it really simple for businesses to pay and get paid around the world. It's like Venmo for businesses domestically and globally. And uh, it's a wire replacement service. At, at the heart of it, it's making it really simple for businesses to move money. I used to run uh, e-commerce for Western Union prior to starting Veeam. Uh, before that, I had my own company called eBillMe, which I founded and, and sold to Western Union. And then prior to that, I was in another startup that ended up with Nokia. So I spent all my career going back and forth between startups and big companies. Aha, very good. And so, um, so Veeam is, does wire services. So is this something that my clients can use theoretically to do monthly payments? Yes. So customers use us to pay suppliers uh, domestically and around the world, labor payments. So like, let's say you have a contractor that you want to pay um, in, in different parts of the world. Some customers use us to move money between their own bank accounts. Some customers use us to collect money from their buyers. So anything that's traditionally done on Bankwire, essentially customers use us to replace that experience and do something that's very different than Bankwire. And the different part is that when you use Veeam, the complexity of the Bankwire process is eliminated and the experience is really simple. So if, I'm, if you're, for example, sending money to another company that you're working with in Germany, all you do is enter the email address of the German company receiving the funds, the amount of money you own, you owe them, and that's it. You hit pay, and the German side receives a message that they're getting paid. They put their information on the system. They receive the funds in their own currency. So it's kind of like if you're familiar with Venmo or Square Cash or Zelle or any of these systems, it's like that for businesses. So I've found sometimes it's the oddest things like getting money to somebody in Canada uh, is really difficult sometimes compared to 
uh, Germany, yeah. for example. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, Canada's like right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, sometimes sending money to New York is as difficult um, as, as sending it to Germany and, and you're in the same country. And it has to do with all the um, experiences that you get, the variety of it, depending on the bank you use, depending on the type of account you have with them. But basically with Bankwire, you need the business name, business address, the intermediary bank account information, the SWIFT codes, the currency pairs. You got to figure out the fees you have to pay. And then when you send the money, you actually don't know what happens to your money until the receiver tells you, hey, I received your money. Right. Well, and, and that's always the float where the money just sort of disappears for three days and then magically appears on the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends on the countries you're sending money to. Sometimes it's two days, sometimes it's three, sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's more. It just depends on the amount and where you're actually sending money to. But yeah, what you just described is all the frustrations of business owners that just want to move money and they got on, you know, all the issues that, that, uh, that get in the way. All right. And we should mention that the site is veem, V-E-E-M.com, uh, not to be confused with the other company. So um, you mentioned some of your competitors. So let me just go to that. So why would I pick you over a Western Union or a Zelle or something like that? Yeah, so Western Union um, is mainly consumer product. So you use it to send money to your sister, for example, somewhere else. Um, and Zelle is domestic and, and mainly consumer. Uh, we are uh, domestic and global, and the bulk of the customers use us for in both settings. And it's a business uh, user. And, and the reason why businesses are different than consumer, you basically need to have account approvals, payment approvals. We integrate into accounting systems like QuickBooks, Zero, NetSuite. Um, and there's quite a bit of uh, tracking to payments that is generally valuable for uh, business audiences and less valuable to consumers. So for example, uh, the way we track payments, it's almost like the way you would track a shipment on FedEx. Or if you order Uber, you see the driver coming to pick you up. Mm -hmm. It's that amount of refinement on tracking the payment. Now, if you're sending money to your sister, I mean, you know your sister, you know, she'll send you an email that, hey, I received your money and you're not gonna sweat it whether the money's going to get it there tomorrow or not. With business payments, it's very different. I'm sending half a million, for example, and I really need to understand when, when my supplier is going to get that money. And actually my supplier is uh, going to definitely check, you know, every day what happened to my money because they need to right. ship the goods. So the tracking, for example, ends up being very different. And also risk management ends up being different compared to consumer transactions. So, so it's a very different environment when you're doing B2B. All righty. And, um, is this something that is app driven or is it like, do I go to a website or do I get an app on my phone or both? It's, it's web-based uh, with um, a mobile adaptive. Uh, so you can do it on, on your mobile phone. Um, the, the, the screens automatically adapt to the setting that you're, that you're in. It's not an app where you have to download the app. We, we found right. our customers just wanted to be able to do it uh, on their mobile phone. But um, they just do it on the browser. 
Okay. Um, and so uh, what's your most common, um, I guess, client look like? Like who, who most commonly uses Veeam? They tend to be businesses under 100 employees. Uh, they tend to be um, about, you know, anywhere from a half a million to like 10 million in sales. Um, they have a variety of needs. Some of it has to do with international payments. Some of it is domestic, but they like to do it in one setting or one system. And they like the flexibility of using one platform to do a variety of types of payments. So like paying my contractor or paying my supplier or collecting money from my buyer using the same infrastructure. That's the type of customer that uses us. Typically, it's either the owner, the controller, or the accountant that's usually managing the profile and their account on Veeam. Right. So um, I know I've had the experience where uh, I get I do a lot of business internationally and I get paid by somebody and sometimes they have to spend $50 to send me money and then I have to spend $50 to collect the money and it just seems... Yeah. And that's on top of fees. <laughs> yeah. Like, like or an exchange. Yeah. Oh, by the way, give me an extra 50 bucks, right? Like, yeah. so what, what do the fees look like for you guys? Yeah. So for international transactions, when there's currency being exchanged, there is no fee to send and no fee to receive. We make money on foreign exchange and it ends up being roughly half the price compared to what you're going to pay with the bank. If you so, are, so if if I sent somebody an invoice for ten thousand and they paid me ten thousand, uh, there would be an exchange rate, but basically there would be no no visible fees. There there are no fees. We make money on foreign exchange. So to send for your for your sender, uh, they'll be sending euros. You will receive U.S. dollars in your bank account. We make money on foreign exchange and we tell you this is the exchange rate we used to conduct that transaction, but there's no fees. Okay. Yeah. All righty. And how long does it take roughly? Um, it depends on the countries and amounts. It's anywhere from same day to next day, unless you choose for the payment to happen real time. There's an extra fee for that. And it works in either with the money going to your wallet, it'll be real time and there's no additional fee. There's a wallet with Veeam where you can keep the money in the wallet. Or if you want it on the bank account, uh, we can deposit real time. If, the, if you have a debit card and you use the bank account linked up to your debit card, we can deposit the money real time. There's an extra 1% charge for essentially express delivery. So, for example, if your buyer, if your sender is in Germany and you want, you're receiving the, the money in the U.S. and you receive it on your debit card and you want the money real time, uh, essentially you'll end up paying extra for that and you get the money real time. Okay. Because um, that's another issue is that the, you know, the timing uh, I, like right now, as we're recording this, I have somebody who paid me last week and, you know, Hey, it's Wednesday. Where the hell is my money? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, besides where the hell is my money, one of the things that customers like about Veeam is, is the tracker. They log in and you can watch the money coming to you. So you know 
you don't have to wonder about where is my money. You can actually look to see. It's like, okay, yeah, I, you know, it's in, in route and the expected delivery date is, you know, tomorrow. Um, so we, we tell you whatever we know about the payment so you know when to get that money. And is this something that the, uh, if I were going to send you money, I would have to have you go and create an account on Veeam? Or do I just say, what's, what's the email address I should be using? Um, if you are receiving the funds, you can simply receive by providing your bank account number. And then we ask you, would you like to save that number and create that account for you for future transactions? Um, if you are paying, we would require you today to log in, set up an account, log in and pay because we want to authenticate the payment. And, you know, once you have a login, we can verify we can verify you before we actually move the money. And this is all regulatory issues and compliance issues and the way oh, yeah. we have to double check, make sure that the payments, uh, we understand that the payment is going from this sender to this receiver uh, because we are a regulated uh, entity on the US market. My guess is you're very well regulated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are, you know, we are uh, in every state in the U.S. and uh, we even have, uh, we work very closely with banks and payment providers in different uh, countries to be able to send money outside of the U.S. to, to the 110 countries that can receive uh, around the world. So theoretically, uh, people could use your wallet, I wouldn't say quite as a bank, but they could use it as a place to store money, right? Yeah. If we, we have customers uh, around the world that keep money in the wallet because they have other suppliers that they need to pay. So instead of taking the money, uh, withdrawing it to their bank account and then put it back on the system to send it to somebody else, they keep it on the system and they use it later to pay one of their suppliers. So let's say you have you know, a German um, uh, customer and they know they're going to be paying somebody else in Vietnam. So they receive the funds, instead of taking that, that money and putting it on their bank account, they simply keep it with Veeam and then they go ahead, they log in and they use the money to pay it, to pay their Vietnamese supplier. And would my, when I look at Veeam, would my money always be in US dollars? I mean, if somebody paid me in euros and then uh, you know the exchange rate changes or whatever, uh, what, what happens to my money? Uh, the, the money is, uh, is U.S. dollar based, but you can see different representations of it in any currency you want. You can say like, okay, show me the value of that money in euros or pound or uh, RMB or, you know, yen. Uh, and you can then see like how much money you essentially have in different currencies so that when you are paying a supplier, um, so let's say the, the supplier is in Tokyo and you want to see, okay, do I have enough money so that when I convert that money into yen, is my supplier going to get the right amount? You'll be able to see that conversion rate. Okay. Um, so do you do, have you personally done a lot of business overseas? Because, I mean, you wrote a book on how to do that. So my guess is uh, the answer is yes. I, I, <laughs> uh, the answer is I've, I've been in payments for a long time and uh, I've done uh, all the various settings of it from uh, you know, e-commerce to supplier payments to uh, remittances. And I've always been the most fascinated with global payments because they are, are generally tougher 
to deal with than domestic payments. Um, and generally, that's where you get into different languages, different time zones, different cultures, different ways of doing things. And, uh, and it gets, just gets a lot more complex and nuanced. And that's why, you know, I got attracted to that, to that market. And, and that's why we did the book. Very cool. And uh, where can people get the book? Amazon? Yeah, yeah, it's on Amazon. Yep. All right. And it's called Small Business in a Big World. So, uh, you know, a long time ago, there was a book uh, uh, that people used to read when they started doing business internationally called Carry a Chicken on Your Lap or Do Whatever It Takes to Get the Sale. So <laughs> that was my introduction to doing business overseas. Uh, so, and I, I haven't quite had to carry a chicken on my lap, but you know, uh, gotten close. So why is it that um, sometimes payment systems will charge one fee if I wanna send you money in American dollars versus sending you money in your own currency? right? Like if I were sending it to Canada or Germany or wherever. So if, if, uh, if the transaction is like to like, meaning US dollar, you're sending USD to someone who is going to receive US dollars, you'll pay one fee. Uh, and generally that is, um, you know, if you're sending in the U.S. and the receivers in the U.S., generally that is cheaper than sending it internationally. Now, if you're buying foreign exchange, what ends up happening is you're converting U.S. dollar to Canadian dollar, for example, and the banks make money on that conversion. So you end up sending Canadian dollar to your counterparty in Canada, who then receives the money, but it's also get charged a Canadian wire receive fee on top of the money that the banks made from you for sending the money and converting from US dollar to Canadian. And generally, whenever it's an international transaction, you get charged extra for it. The send the wire send is like roughly about $40 to send. And on the receiving end, the receiver pays roughly about $20 to receive. If you're doing it domestically, it's cheaper. It's roughly about 20 bucks to send and generally 10 to 20 bucks to receive. And the reason why the banks set it up like this, because when, when you're sending money internationally, the money is going from a bank to a bank, to a bank, to a bank, there's more intermediaries. And the more intermediaries, the, the more fees, the longer it takes to move that money. That's how the banks work. Right. So with the wallet, I'm assuming that's where your blockchain technology comes in. So let me explain the, where the blockchain fits. So when we actually move money, we move it on a model or a system called multi-rail. Multi-rail essentially picks whatever is the best rail to move your money. And we have five different methods. We use our own bank accounts in a number of markets. So for example, if you're sending money to Germany, there is nothing that actually gets sent to Germany. Veeam has a bank account in Germany that have euros in it. And so we use the euros in the German bank account to send euros to the receiver. So nothing actually mechanically moves between countries. That's the default method. And we use that for all the big, big currencies. 
we work with third-party providers in regulated markets like China because they tend to be fairly complicated. And so we give our partners US dollar, they convert to RMB and send RMB out to the recipient. We work with the blockchain and we use the blockchain quite a bit in markets like Philippines, Mexico, Brazil, India. Uh, and that's generally used for situations when we want to have better tracking and we want to do the transactions outside of banking hours because there's no such thing you know, in, in the world of blockchain, everything is 24 by seven. There's no banking hours. Right. And also the, um, it's a simpler infrastructure to deal with to actually move money to the receiver. Uh, we can move money real time directly on uh, debit cards. We are integrated into Visa and MasterCard. So we use their rails to deliver funds. And then we have access to SWIFT and SWIFT is used for very large transactions or very long tail currencies. Um, and the way the system works, it goes in and out between these rails, depending on what's best to the user, for the user. So now, let me give you an example. Let's say you're, you want to go from San Francisco to, uh, to LA. You have multiples, multiple methods of, of uh, transportation. You can drive, you can take a bus, you can take a train, you can fly. You choose whatever is best for you. It's the same idea for payments. When the payment request comes, we choose whatever is the best method to deliver the funds to the receiver at the most efficient time. Not necessarily the most efficient from a pricing perspective to Veeam, where we make the most money, is whatever is best to you. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's all about creating delight to the user. As if you know, customers are not happy, they don't use us again. So you know, we're in the business of transactions. And the thing about transaction businesses is you always have to make sure that the customer is happy because it's not like subscription where, you know, um, even if you don't use the system, you keep paying. This is a transactional model. So um, is there some minimum that I need to move uh, within a year to make no. it worthwhile? The minimum per transaction that we allow is $25 and there's no maximum. The, uh, the more money you move or the bigger the amount, the more uh, documentation that you have to provide because that, that would be required for governments and banks to, to actually move the money. So the only difference is really, uh, you know, if you're moving $500, it's very basic set of information that we would need from you. And uh, you get a, an attractive foreign exchange compared to the bank. And if you're moving 5 million, you know, we would need more documentation and the foreign exchange rates drop quite a bit because you're dealing with large amount of money. So it automatically adapts to the type of, to the size of transaction that, that, you're, that you're moving. Right. Well, I just know, uh, you know, I have personally, I have subcontractors that are all over the world. So yeah. I literally have notes in QuickBooks on, you know, how to pay each of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, and... And for situations like this, either uh, you can do the, uh, the entire experience from QuickBooks um, instead of the, the way Veeam works, it auto syncs with QuickBooks. So whatever you do in QuickBooks ends up in Veeam and any data on the payments end up back in QuickBooks. So that's the two-way auto sync. Now, oh, the other so approach that- QuickBooks, I can say, pay Marwan, a thousand dollars 
inside QuickBooks and it will connect to your app and you know, be on its way. You'll need to sync it, make sure that uh, it is, uh, uh, Veeam is connected uh, to your QuickBooks account. You, you would essentially connect it from the marketplace. You'll find all the apps. So you'll search for it, connect it. And then, you know, when you do it in, um, when you set up the transaction in Veeam, uh, in QuickBooks, it'll be copied in Veeam. And I think for QuickBooks specifically, you would need to log in to Veeam to authorize it. So we need your authorization in right. Veeam. Um, the only system that you can authorize from the package itself is, is NetSuite. You can do it from inside NetSuite. The other approach that we've, we, we have is we, we, we have customers that uh, use us uh, through files. They essentially upload a spreadsheet and the spreadsheet has all their contractors and the amounts of money. And uh, we essentially, the system will parse through the spreadsheet line item at a time and send the payments out. Every row on the spreadsheet is a, is a contractor you're paying. And we would essentially do that. And, and that's typically used for larger numbers of contractors. Right. So um, is this something that a lot of, folks do you know in IT are using? Um, the system is not designed for IT users. It's designed for anyone that wants simplicity to move money around the world. We created Veeam on the premise that, you know, when you move money internationally, it should be as simple as paying for a cup of coffee. When you do that, you don't think about it. You just do it. Your mind is somewhere else. When you, do to do, when you go to do international payments on bank wire and when you do it for business purposes, it, the whole experience goes from really simple compared to buying a cup of coffee to really complex because you got to figure out all these issues and fees and cutoff times and, you, you know, um, and you know, I mean, the way we create Veeam is like, it should be like a consumer payment for paying for a cup of coffee. If you have to think about it too much, we, we've lost you somewhere. So you just need, we just need your, the email address of the party receiving the money, the amount of money you'd like to send them, and the system will do the work for you. That's how we, that's how we design Veeam. And do you have a way to send invoices so that if I yeah. say, you know, uh, here, here's, you know, I, I did some work for you. Here's a, an invoice for a thousand. I can just send it to somebody and they can click on it and pay. For getting paid, there's two uh, models of interaction. We have customers that, create the invoice on Veeam. And it's typically a simple invoice that they need to create and send it. And there are customers that already have the invoice created somewhere else. They just attach it and send the request. And the request is simply a cover letter to the, to the actual invoice saying, you know, Mr. Customer, please pay me this much money on this due date. And that's typically the, the request function. Very cool. So what's the best way for folks to uh, get in touch with you? Um, so veeam.com, uh, you can try it out. It's, uh, it's simple to sign up. Um, if you like to experience it first, you can test it out with, you know, something uh, small to figure out how the system works. And then from there, you can start using it regularly to pay your folks. And that's the pattern we see all the time. Um, we, we've seen uh, customers around the world use us in multiple settings. They uh, start either on the payment side or sometimes some of them start on the invoice side. They, they, uh, they use us to first invoice some of their clients. 
And as they got comfortable, they increased the, the scope and, and the number of users they have on the system. And that's right. perfectly fine. Very cool. And that is VEEM.com. Very cool. All right. I think that's it. We're basically out of time. Uh, anything else you want to add before we go? No, thank you for your time. And, you know, we, uh, we uh, work for our customers, so we want to make sure that they are happy and they have the best experience. And more, most important, they end up with a fundamentally different experience than what they get today from Bankwire. Very good. All right. Uh, Marwan Forsley from Veeam, thank you very much. I appreciate it. This has been another SMB Community Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.